Hello, greetings and welcome to the podcast. I am your host, Maggie Cavanaugh, and I'm here today with my sister from another mister who lives out in California, Carla. Carla! <laughs> you may or may not know my sister, Carla, but she is the founder of the Red Letter Awards, and uh, which is such a blessing to the body of Christ. And I will talk a little bit about that, but first I want to um, welcome her to the broadcast. Carla, thanks for being here today. Hello, everyone. God bless you, my sisters and brothers from another yes, yes, father. Yes. Uh, I am so excited to have you on here because when you and I talked for the first time, I was like, oh, my gosh, this woman is a powerhouse. She is passionate about the Lord. She is passionate about uh, representing him well. And uh, yeah, it, just, it was so refreshing. So I'm glad to finally get you on the show so that we can talk a little bit about the upcoming Red Letter Awards, which takes place in California every September. So, Carla, how long has the Red Letters been taking place? Well, you know, God is, man, we just got to give him all the glory because this is not about me. And when he asked me to do this, I'm like, nope, <laughs> no, 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 please. Find someone else. That, that was my first word. <laughs> you know, just love our responses to the Lord. <laughs> well, well, you know, and I said, can you find someone with some status? I mean, I went down, you know how you go down the line. Can you find someone with some status? Can you find someone with this? Can you find someone with this? I mean, I was going down the line and he was checking out. Nope, 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 nope. I'm like, well, that uh, kind of leaving me out here by myself. I'm in the middle of Sodom and Gomorrah. You know, I, this don't work well for me. You know, I, I, I'm not, I, mm. and that's how I said, it. now, you know, I have a mouth on me <laughs> and you know, I'm not politically correct. This may not go well for you, God. I'm just letting you know, because <laughs> I'm going to say my piece, you know, and, um, but what ended up happening is I think I didn't realize the, the division that the church had on me because mm. you know, I was raised in a beautiful church. I love my church. So I knew a lot about God and the Holy Spirit and all that. And I walked away when I got 18 because I wanted to see how the other world lived. Mm. So that was Dangerous. my choice. And But when God called me to this, it was very particular because he said, I want you to see it through my eyes, not mm. through yours. I went, well, okay, fine. So he started me looking at different things and all I, and you close your eyes and you hear the gospel words, just hear it. It sounds beautiful, but when you open your eyes and you don't see the rainbow of God, then I had to cry mm. because it, didn't represent all of God's family. How yeah. can you do anything if it doesn't represent all of his family? Because I got news for the blacks. When you go to heaven, it ain't all black. I got news for the white. You go, not all white, not all Asian, not all Hispanic. The whole right. family is there. Amen. That's what this is about. It's about the head, the arms, the toes, the feet, everyone, the whole complete body of Jesus, not a half step, the whole step. Right. And right. so that's what ended up happening. And it just floored me because I, I don't think I've ever seen it. But then I remember something Martin Luther King said. The most segregated day 
of the week is Sunday at 11. Mm -hmm. And every church needs to ask themselves, why? Yeah. Why? That's it. That's all you got to do. Yeah, you know, that's so true. And I'm so glad that you brought that up because we are brothers and sisters and we have the same DNA of Christ and, yes. our, you know, it should not be. And I think we do better now than the early church. Yes. Uh, as far and, and I don't mean as the early church, like in biblical days, they, yes. they got it. You know, they understood the love of God was for everybody. Uh, but that I think that's what kind of drove me to like a non-denominational church is because yes. of the cultural diversity. Yes. And, and that's, that's where you should be. And, that's and um, you know, we, uh, God fearfully and wonderfully made all of us yes. and the pigmentation of our skin or, you know, our cultural background should not be uh, an indicator of whether or not we fit in. We should fit in. We are in, into the body of Christ. Well, see, a, and this is the point piece. that you're making is excellent because when I was three, I am a burnt survivor. Now, they went through my whole family trying to find the right skin type. No one had it. So they had to cut the skin off of me to place on me. Mm. <laughs> so you see what I'm saying? Here the doctors is, well, no one in your family has the same skin, so we can't use it. So they had to cut it off of me to put on me. Wow. So that's what I'm saying. How diverse are we? You see, and when we um, don't look beyond ourselves, you know, and one of the things that really I really take a loving to is when ISIS was killing our brothers and sisters in Iraq and in Syria. And I watched these kids and ISIS had said to them, we will let you live if you give up Christ. And these kids say, cut our throats, we're dead. We're never That's giving right. up Christ. Amen. And I said, if, if it came to America, and I said, this is what I feared the most. I don't think in America that they would do that here. I think they're saying, well, you know, we're, we'll convert. Then we'll convert back and ask God to forgive us. That's how I think most Christians in America lives. Their faith hasn't really been tested. Right. Like that. Yeah, here in the U.S., we don't understand what it's like and what people go through in other countries as far as standing for faith and uh, what we believe in. And, you know, unfortunately, like our conversation in the green room where we were talking about what the church has become, you know, yes. as a whole, there's always been the remnant. We need to impart to the next yes. generation, exactly. raising up a standard and leaders that we are living in perilous times. And we see it. exactly. And unfortunately, there are going to be a lot of people pretty shocked. Yes. When everything goes down, I'm just saying. And, that, and that's what I'm saying to oh, people. What are we leaving to the 16 and 17 year olds? Right. What, what do they have to look forward to? You know, do you want them going into the world to look forward to what the world has to offer? Yeah. I don't think so. Right. We're supposed, to, we're supposed to be that to them and not, you know, I don't have children, but anyone can tell you, I've adopted so many kids. And, and taking them and said, let me teach you Jesus. Let yes. me show you Jesus. Let me show you how precious you are to him. Yes. Yeah. You know? And parents are like, thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, I don't have kids. I don't have, a, as I call, a pony in the show. The only right. thing I have is Jesus. And I'm willing to share them to anyone. 
Wow. Well, this Red Letter Awards is definitely a time of celebration of what God's doing through the life of diverse uh, people all throughout every facet of ministry. So this is what going to be the third year. Is that right? The third year. The first year we tried and then COVID hit. Oh, we all know about COVID. (laughs) So, So we went on and I had to learn about Zoom and we did it there. And last year was our first year in a building. And it was at the Thousand Oaks Performing Arts Center. And I was just like, it, it, Satan tried everything. But here's good. God is just so good. Because even in the midst of what Satan was doing, God still performed. Yeah. You know, and so this is the third year. And the response this year is fantastic. I got people who I didn't even know those Facebook friends. I didn't even know contacted me going, Oh, you're my Facebook friend. Didn't know that. Okay, brother, sister. It's like, where have you been? <laughs> you know, and I, and they asked me why the categories of faith. Mm. I said to them, it's okay to have just actors and actresses. That's okay. But you forgot the comedians. You, you, you forgot the authors. You forgot the athletes who a lot of kids look up to. Right. I said, but let me tell you what you really forgot. The categories of faith, because without faith, we can do nothing. So, so how mm. can you be an ambassador to Christ if we don't have it up there? How can you be an overcomer if they don't know what you overcame? How mm. could you be a prayer warrior if they don't even know how to pray and there's results in prayer, but no one's willing to talk about it. You're supposed to go to your elders See, I remember my church, my church, we used to come up. Anyone need prayer? Come on up here. I was, I, I'm hopping the line. I'm jumping over people to get to that line. I want to be the first one. No, no, no. I want to be the first one. Pray for me because I'm crazy. Just pray. <laughs> you know, well, we don't, we don't, we don't take that seriously enough. We don't yeah. take the, the, the spirit, you know, um, we just don't take it seriously. Enough. Women of God. We have some incredible women of God that we need to show the world. These women have been tested and amazingly, they love Lord. They just Mm -hmm. love Jesus. Men of courage are willing to stand up no matter what. How are we going to teach our young people if they don't have any example? Oh, the example is Superman. Jesus is Superman, folks. Let me tell you. (laughs) He is the ultimate Superman. Yes, he is. King Jesus. Jesus is my superhero. I don't know about you. So for those of you who are watching or if you just logged in, I'm talking to Carla. She is the founder of the Red Letter Awards. And the Red Letters are straight out of scripture. We know that in the Red Letters in the New Testament is yes. Jesus's words. And yes. so what she's done is she's taking the beautiful tapestry of God's creation yes. and made it all about Jesus and created an award ceremony to honor him. Yes. And it basically supports Christian entertainment from around the world. Yes. I mean, when I look at some of the people that have been prior recipients and, and people that have been nominated and stuff, what a beautiful picture of Christ's body. Yeah. The one that got me the most and last year, a friend of mine, her name is Magna. She honorary the spirit of love because this woman, if anything that anyone can take away is Magna was a Holocaust survivor. She was 96. Five, I think when she passed away, Mm-mm-mm. her husband 
<laughs> was 100 years old, still is. And I have their love story. But my thing is this, this woman watched them destroy her whole family, her father, everything. Beat three times close to death, went on a death march. When she woke up, she realized she was sleeping on dead people. Survived all of that. And then when she had the moment to strike back at the officer who did this to her, she just looked at her and smiled. I'm going to be honest, folks. I don't know if I could have done that. Right. <laughs> I think I would have took off my halo and said, okay, Jesus, I'm going to repent later. But you, we're going to throw hands on you because you <laughs> it ain't going down like that. And she didn't. Right. And she said, love conquers all, Carla. Yes. Everything. I never hated them because if I hate them, I got to hate me. Right. And said, when are we as a nation in America going to understand that hate belongs to Satan, love right. belongs to God, and the two yeah. cannot be in the same body? So yeah, I'll tell you, love. you really hit on something super important there because we are we are probably the most offended that <laughs> nation that we've ever been. I mean, you can look at somebody wrong and they're offended. Yeah. And I'm preparing. Uh, a message for this Saturday. I'm speaking in a women's conference in Murfreesboro and the topic is forgiveness. And I love talking about forgiveness because as Christians, we should be the best forgivers on the planet, yes. you know, really. Yes. But I was reading something in the Lord's prayer that really just, I mean, I'm telling you, it led me to my knees for repentance and, and I'll, I'm going to bring it up this Saturday, but basically I was reading in the scriptures, you know, the, the Lord's prayer, we know it's interdenominational. Everybody knows the Lord's prayer, traditional yes. churches cite, recite it, you know, denominational yes. churches recite it every single week. And it gets to that part where it says, you know, forgive us our trespasses. As we, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Well, I, you know, I've always, I've, I've heard this all my life. I grew up Catholic. I was, you know, I'm a Catholic Baptistical kind of, you know, person. Yep. I you know, went full circle. And, <laughs> but, but when I thought about forgive us, do I want forgiveness from God, the type that I offer to humanity? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, girl, I'm like, oh God, forgive me, you know, because we can be real quick to be recipients of forgiveness and we right. want forgiveness and we seek forgiveness and so forth. But yet we want to hold on to junk. Jesus yes. died on the cross, bruised, yes. beaten, bleeding yes. out for us, for us and to yes. be partial forgivers. Yeah, see, come on. That, so yeah. what a powerful testimony. But see, but that right there, what you just said is what I open with in song. Oh. Every award will open with that song. Oh. The Lord's Prayer, we used to sing it in our church. The whole church would stand up and sing that song. So the Lord asked me to always sing that song in the beginning. Wow. Open up. And what my, my heart and what God is showing me, he wants it English. He wants German on the stage. He wants French on the stage. He wants Spanish on the stage. He wants yes. every, every, so you can hear it in different languages. Oh, so how you beautiful. can see the full family of God singing oh. the Lord's prayer. And I'm going to find someone hopefully this year to sing it in Ukraine and also uh, Aramaic. And I oh. want them to sing in Aramaic. I'm going to talk to my Coptic priest friend. I'm going to see if I can't get them to, because we got to understand we're just one. Yes. One family, one blood. 
Yes. It's nothing else. Amen. And if we don't come together, Satan has won because he's divided us. And yes. it shouldn't be over money. It shouldn't be over anything. Um, that's why I love what God has done because it isn't about me. You don't see my name anywhere. It's all about him. Yeah, Carla, like I couldn't even find a headshot of you. <laughs> I'm like, Girl, you got to let us have a little bit of information because to God be the glory of what he's doing through you because you said yes to the call. Well, you know, it's difficult because I remember when I was three, Satan tried to kill my mom. She died of childbirth. So okay. everyone knows that. The choice was her and me. She chose me to live. That's wow. the first time Satan tried. Then at three, I got severely burned to where my skin fell off. A lot of people don't know. I wasn't there. I saw Jesus take my place and I looked down and saw Jesus. Wow. Because the pain was so surreal that I don't know if anyone could understand the pain of that. Just watching your skin fall to the ground. <laughs> and then, you know, you're hearing all this screaming. So I just, Jesus, I got it. And he did it, you know, and oh. I remember being in the hospital and I remember them saying her heart's going to stop because we where the burns are all over. I can't do anything to bring her back. And I remember my mom saying, little girl, I've lost my husband. I've lost three children. I am not about to lose you. You get your butt back here. I told <laughs> Jesus, I got to go. This my is mom your adopted me. mom? This is my grandmother. Are your grandmother? You were yeah. raised by your grandmother? Yeah. Yep. Oh, wow. And so she said, little girl, you get your butt back here. I said, geez, I got to go. My mama's calling me. (laughs) (laughs) I went back and go, hey, mama. She goes, little girl, don't you ever do that to me again. Mm. I'm like, well, I wasn't planning on doing it the first time. You should have gave me my eggs when I asked for them. (laughs) it Was Was it a house fire, Carla? No. What it was, was I wanted some boiling uh, eggs boy boiled eggs and the, she told me that the eggs weren't done and i told her that they were oh so me being me pushed the chair against the stove and i looked over into the pot but as i came down i hit the handle and it all went over ah oh yeah yeah oh my god and How so, but, but my 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 thing what i tell people is this my burns never stopped me it was right. never a deterrent for anything. And my grandmother knew that beauty was going to be an issue because of the scars. So she set me down. She goes, look, beauty will fade. It gets old, it fades. But let me tell you what Christ has given you. And see, and I think we got sexiness mixed up with sex. Right. And she said, you're the sexiest girl in this world because the sexiness is the confidence of Christ that is so deep in you that nobody can take it away. They can't even dig deep to get it out of you. And you've got it in spades, girl. And let no one tell you any different. You could be 300 pounds and you have the confidence of Christ. You could be as skinny as a rod and be the confidence of the Christ because it makes no difference to him who you are. Mm. And so I remember that. So this one guy said to me, you're beautiful. I said, no, nah, baby, I'm sexy. I got the confidence of Christ. <laughs> <laughs> you can keep the beauty because it ain't going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, you know, that's scripture because the Bible says that beauty is fading and that it's last. But, the, you know, we have to tap into who God says we are. And I'll tell you, I'm probably prettier now in my, you know, at age 50. Am I 57 or am I 58? I don't even know. Yeah, you don't I think it. I'm 58. But, but you know what it is? You know what it is, Carla? It is the inner coming out. Yes. yes. And so you cannot deny the joy of the Lord. You know, and so I look at pictures of me when I was younger and I was like, man, I was so bound up and so sad inside. But yet now I can I can uh, allow the flow of the spirit go through me rather than trying to get around all my junk I was carrying. So and that's what this is about. You know, I talk to, you know, kids all the time, but adults, you know, I had a a girl said I was raised Catholic. I'm not sure I know how to pray. (laughs) <laughs> I just, I just, I said, "Are you talking to me?" She goes, "Yeah, you can talk to him the same way." Yes, right, amen. <laughs> and she just like, really? I go, "Yeah, baby girl. Whoever told you anything different doesn't know him." I said, "You got to stop looking for someone and look within the person that yes. you're trying to reach because that's where he lives." Amen. And that I think that's where our kids are are being so lost, and I think this is why marriages are so lost. And I think this is why one of the things I also have is marriage by God. And I want our youth to see these amazing marriages. Yes. Amen. And, and, and what they represent and who they are, because even though you might made a mistake and got a divorce and got remarried as a blended family, God will honor you as long as you honor him. Yes. Yes. Amen. Marriage is so important to God. I am incredibly passionate about marriage. I'm a marriage coach and marriage counselor and been doing it for years. But I had a really, really bad marriage before, you know, a lot of drug abuse and uh, just abuse in general. And now I have a really, really good marriage. And so it's just like people do not understand the power of the cross within a marriage. I I tell them this. Here's you. Here's God. The closer you get to God, the better your marriage is going to be. And it's so incredibly important that children see things biblical. I have a mentee, a young lady that I mentored, who is now mentoring my granddaughter. And we had the honor of going to her marriage, her her wedding ceremony recently. Carla, I cried and I cried because... It was such a beautiful thing. They had never kissed. They had dated for over a year and never kissed. They wanted to honor God. They wanted to keep the marriage bed sacred. They did not have sex. And, you know, and it would have been easy because they're, they're not in, you know, they're, they're young adults. I'm going to talk about that right now. Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to talk about that. So a lot, I'm waiting for God to bring my husband. Okay. I remember going. Hold on one second. Hey, if you are single and you are a God fearing man, you heard it right here. She's waiting on her husband. If you are waiting on your wife and being prepared, and if this is your girl, reach out to my girl Carla. So anyway, let me tell you why I say this. I was going to a church, and the church said to me, "Write out what you want in a man." You can't tell me that. I'm a detailed person. I had seven pages front and back. (laughs) (laughs) Does he even exist? I'm like, here it is. Here it is. I got it. I was so excited. And so weeks go by. And then God says, what are you doing? I go, well, they told me to have the detail. He goes, do you not trust me? Mm-mm. Well, I, I trust you with certain things. <laughs> he oh. goes, do you not trust me? Well, I trust you with certain things. 
<laughs> he goes, okay, let me rephrase this again. Do you know? Okay, God, let's get technical about it then. You, you create sex, but you haven't had it. So therefore, you don't know how good it is. <laughs> you're going to have me to wait. That's just not real. <laughs> and he goes, I created it. Trust me. I know. Like what? Mm. Fine. Be that way. Can't have sex before marriage. Well, can I get a kiss? And he goes, no, I know you. I know what you're able to do with that kiss. No. <laughs> can I get a little rub rub? He goes, no rubbing, no kissing, no handshake, nothing. <laughs> oh my. Well, you're the most strenuous God of all, aren't you now? And you take it all the fun out of it. He goes, you're not going to date. I'm wow. like, well, what does that mean? He said, your husband's going to know who you are. You're going to know who he is. That's the end of the conversation. So just wait upon me because I'm going to bring him. Amen. So when I tell people this, it's not the easiest thing because Satan will bring counterfeits. Oh, baby. And he brought a good one, girl. A good one. Mm -mm -mm. And I'm, I'm talking to this guy. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm checking that list, checking it twice. Make sure. <laughs> And then he came in the next day. I'm like, yeah, everyone's coming out to see who this guy is. They're like, who is this guy that got our girl all twisted? So the third day he came, never forget this. He said to me, ah, what are you about? I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> I go, what do you mean? He goes, well, I'm really not into God. I say, mm, that's a strike. Ain't going to happen. And I'm like, not, not really into what? Into, he's not into God. Oh, wow. Strike. Run! <laughs> like, oh, okay. I'm not into marriage. Oh, we're just striking out all over the Run! place. And then he said, and he said, and I smoke. Yeah, that's not going to happen. So I said, he asked me, so what are you into? I said, let me take you to my website. So I took him to the website. He goes, oh, Lord, you too much, God. He walked away. Oh. <laughs> well, praise God, though, that you found out early on. Like, you know, oh, because no. that's where a lot of women will compromise, Carla. They want to be loved and they'll do whatever. And that's not only will they compromise. This is yeah. what really gets me with women. They're willing to think that they can change him. Oh, girl, we could we could do not just a broadcast, but we could do a month long series every <laughs> day women about women them. trying to change men. You cannot. Ch you can't even change yourself. Come on. How are you going to change him? Yeah, you it's can't, like, you can't on, you have the power to change yourself without the help of the Holy Ghost. Thank you. I said, so you're not really going to be batting a thousand. And I always thought it was funny because when I walked away from the Lord, knowing the Lord, Holy Spirit, spoken tongues, I went into all these different cult groups. Here's one that I went into so everyone could get a good laugh. I went into Hare, Hare Krishna. And I remember walking into the group and I said to him, I said, let me ask you a question. They go, yeah. Can he walk on water? They go, no. Can he feed the 10,000 with a loaf of bread and a bunch of fish? They go, no. Well, what can he do? They go, what do you mean? I said, the young God is a dead one. I don't want nothing to do with that. If you can't do anything, what kind of miracles can you do? Can you can you die and come back? They go, no. I say, oh man, you're dead. Your God is gone. <laughs> I walked out the door and said, you got to at least beat Jesus. If you can't beat Jesus, you can't have me. Yeah, there's a lot of counterfeits out there, but there's no nothing like our Jesus for sure. And that's what I tell people. All you got to do is ask those questions. And if they can't beat what Jesus done, guess what? Ain't for you. 
Yeah, you know, Christianity is the only religion where we don't have to do. They're all trying to reach a higher level yes. of uh, awareness yes. where the cross took care of everything. And of course, you know, Jesus said that if you love me, you'll obey me. So exactly. we do want to adhere to what he says. And exactly. and obedience is better than a sacrifice. So it's super important what we do. But you were so right. I'm glad that I'm glad that you came out of that stage and came back to the Lord. So that, and I, that had I to be a hard time. Well, like I said, everyone needs to know that, you know, everybody's walk. And this is what I said. Everybody's hard times is not about you. That's right. It's about your testimony for someone else. Yes. Amen. You know, and, and as a woman of God, I'm telling the young ladies, let me tell you how precious your body is to God. It is so, your body was de designed by God for man. Amen. You hear me? For men. And it was divine for that purpose is to love each other in marriage, not outside of marriage, but marriage. Yes. And because of that, you will have the blessings that comes along with a, 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 a ordained marriage. Yes. Because see, I know some people are getting married and their marriage is not ordained. Right. And say, you can go ahead and get married, but God ain't ordained that because that ain't even in the Bible. People you need to get real. Yeah, you go ahead yeah. and marry that duck over there because that duck is going to start quacking soon enough. But, but and I, I tell people, I said, I don't understand how you can deny something that's so alive. Think about that. Yeah. You know, because when you, the red letters, words go into the heart of your body and they become you, you become them. And you become Amen. one. Yes. And you great. have this peace that goes beyond all understanding. Yes. This love that you have, baby, there is nothing better than agape. Amen. You know, Amen. because if he can love the, the wretched, it's amazing. I tell people, Jesus healed. But here's the most amazing. The woman with the issue of blood touched his garment and was made whole. Not healed, made whole. Amen. Nothing missing or broken. So I tell people, you got to understand, he has always, always been there. He's just waiting. His arms are stretched out because he's waiting for you. That's what he's waiting for. This is what the red letters is waiting for you. It's waiting Amen. for you. It's waiting for your gifts that you bring to the table. It's waiting for your talents that comes forward. You know, I'm amazed at some of the things that I did. I, we have comic books. I didn't even know anyone made Christian comic books. I'm right. Like, oh, I can't wait for the great an animation of this stuff to come out. I'm just like, oh, oh. so much stuff is coming. Yes. Yes. And it's it's exciting. Well, that's because the creator of the universe has deposited creativity in all of his kids. Yes. And, you know, I used to say all the time, I'm not creative. But and then God rebuked me and was like, hey, I am your creator and I am your dad. And you yeah. you you resemble and have the characteristics that I have. So so powerful. So before we you know, we're running close on time. So before we go any farther, I want to point out the red letters in this year is going to be um, on September the 17th at 3 yes. p.m. at Thousand Oaks Civ Civic Arts Plaza. And uh, that's in Thousand Oaks, California. Is that right? Yep. 
Okay. And um, so is it going to be streamed at all? So if people are not in California? No, that is exactly what I'm working on. I'm working on how we're going to stream it. And that's the newest thing that I'm working on. I'm going to wait. I I don't know if anyone knows Marty. If you guys do, he is awesome. He is uh, the founder of the International Christian Film Festival in Florida. His event's coming up this week, I think the 5th of this week. Uh, It is amazing. I don't mind telling people about other events because we're one family. That's right. Amen. And I got to tell you, we've got to stop thinking. I can't mention this because no, he's my brother. That organization right. is a part of me because we're a part of Christ. Stop yes. the foolishness, people. We should promote each other. Yes. Thank Amen. You. And so he's going to talk to me about streaming because I want to know about streaming, which which is a better platform. Where should I go? What should it be on? These are the things I want to know. And and I tell people I said I'm willing to help anyone. Because Amen. God helped me. Yes, he is so faithful. And I want I want to stream because I actually am committed that day. It's the same day as the Rutherford County Recovery Fest. And, and, yes. and September is so incredibly busy for me. I was like, okay. Uh, but I am honored to be a nominee um, of the award <laughs> ceremony. I, you're just so gracious. Um, and so I, I appreciate, you know, you do. I'm assuming you nominated me. Of course I did. when i find sisters who are busy in christ you know i'm on it girl i you know i'm just trying to be obedient people are like wait a minute you do this and you do this and you do this and you do this i'm like time is short on the earth you know we got a lot of ground to cover and people are like you gotta find your niche and i'm like my niche is kingdom business if it lines up with the word i'm about it so and that's what i try to tell people we got to be about our father's business because Amen. we can't allow any more room to go away. No yeah. more room. Take the room back if you got to. You know, yes. we have to do this because as me and you have talked about the faith of the kids. Yes. And we talked about, you know, the sex trafficking that's going on. That's ridiculous. The epidemic with the uh, with um, what is opiates and, and fentanyl. The epidemic yes. of suicide uh, for bullying. We need to address this. And we need to say to the young, if you need help, we are here. Amen. Amen. We are here. Call me. It doesn't matter if I'm sleeping. Call me. A life save is another one for Christ. Doesn't matter. Yes. Amen. I love that. Well, Carly, if you could leave the audience with a key, what would that key be? The key would probably be one thing that my grandmother always said to me and that was love with the fullness of a cup that overflows Mm. (laughs) so take a cup keep pouring water let it overflow that's the love that you should be amen it never ever gets empty Mm. it just overflows to everybody Amen. And if we could be like that, because that's how Christ is, we have done our job. Amen. And you will hear Jesus says, you know, we want to hear those words from him. Well, and faithful servant. (laughs) That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And I put the website up here. 
with the Red Letter Awards website and take a look at it. There's, I know some of the people that have been nominated on here. It just makes me so incredibly happy. Uh, I see all kinds of great stuff. It's going to be really amazing. And well, uh, I love what you're doing. Well, one of the new things we're doing is the testimonies. I'm getting different people to do the testimonies and put up because I want people to understand. It's so important that we tell people why we do what we do. Yes. Amen. Amen. You know, the Bible, that's scriptural. You know, it says in the book of Revelation that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony and testimonies are powerful. I know my testimony is a, is a, a lifetime movie gone pure flicks is what I say. Uh, it is. It goes on and on. It started at birth and it goes all the way through of all the transitions of life. But I like what you said earlier, that it's not what we go through. It's not about us. It's about God redeeming us, restoring us and, and replacing all of our brokenness uh, for beauty, you know, for ashes and, yes. uh, and it's used with other people. So yes. I just want to thank you, Carla, as a sister in Christ, but also as a broadcaster for all that you're doing to bring unity in the body of Christ and connecting all these amazing people together. And I've actually had the honor of meeting a few people through you. And uh, I met you through someone else. And it's just so cool. You never know what God's going to do. Yeah, you met my host, Tom. Oh, he is a jam. He's <laughs> that dude is no joke. Tom, Tom, and we're talking about Tom Coverly. You can go to my YouTube channel on Keys yep. for the Best Life and see the interview with him the other day. He's doing great kingdom work. My brother. Work. My, He's I using what God brother. has placed in his hand, which was he had these magic tricks and God sent him out into the schools to bring the truth and speak the yes. truth with love. So yes. speak at the school. And then that night he'll have a message going on at a church and people are getting saved and glory to God is just beautiful. <laughs> I wanted to tell you, Carla, I just want to pick, give a shout out for a moment. Um, I watched it again last night with my granddaughter. And I don't know if I sent you the link for this. If not, I'll have to send it to you. There is a film creator and producer. His name is Anthony Hackett. And he lives up in Maryland, I believe. And he wrote a film called Hope Lives. And he stars in it, directed it, and um, wrote it. it is, it's about bullying. And so, uh, you know, she, this is something that's close to Tom's heart. This is something that's close to Carla's heart, something close to my heart. And if you all need to check it out, it's on Amazon and go watch it. It's called Hope Lives, but it, it addresses the whole bullying thing in a high school setting. And so people together, we do better together. Amen. Yes. yes. And uh, the diversity of the Lord and the creativity that he's flowing through us in such a time as this, that we need to get on one page, one accord, yes. to give him yes. glory. Yes. So. That is, I don't think that is, um, yeah, there's just no words. Amen. I would love Amen. to get. I would love to reach out to him. So just send that to me, and I would love to talk to him about that because we have got to put a stop to Satan's little domain. Or you know, he's get these principalities that's over and covering these kids, and we've got to stop it. And it's yes. Trust. And amen. I agree. I agree. And uh, as we continue to declare the truth, like God arise and his enemies are scattered. So Carla, I want to thank you for taking the time to be on the broadcast with me today. Oh. It was my pleasure, sister. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. So listen, y'all, check out the Red Letter Awards. I've got the website up there. If you're listening to this on auto, 
uh, or on an audio version rather than a visual, it is redletterawards.com. And it is happening every September, bringing the body of Christ together with the beautiful diversity of all of our gifts and talents and the full body, not just the, yes. not just the singers and the actors, okay? Yep. It's bringing together people that are movers and shakers for the kingdom of God. And so, Carla, thank you so much, sister, for all you do. God bless you, darling. God bless you. And y'all, we'll see you here next time on Keys to Your Best Life.